What's going on? Hey, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. It is a Friday episode, so we're super casual. I'm on the couch in my son's and my daughter-in-law's condo in Dana Point. I feel like I have to start every episode off telling you where I am. And it's kind of like from my own point of reference because I do feel a little bit like a rolling stone. But anyways, that's where we are. And I have a lot to chat with you because I haven't talked to you since last week when we were leaving Park City, Utah, heading to Vegas. So yeah, I've got a lot to catch up on. Let's do this. Yeah, so on Saturday we drove to... Vegas. Spent the night in Vegas with my girlfriend, April, who you're going to hear on the show on Monday. And then on Saturday, we drove from Vegas to California, but I didn't have good reception. So we had to pull over into a Starbucks so that I could upload my episode for Patreon in a Starbucks. That was kind of funny. Yeah. So I've had a few too many egg white bites in the last couple of weeks. I feel like that's probably the greatest challenge, I would say. And I talked a little bit about that last week. And just figuring that out. This week was a little better. And, and what I'm talking about is like the whole processed food thing. Like, because I like to have a salad. I like to have, you know, we like to cook. And so staying here in Brock's and Taylor's condo is nice because we were able to go shopping. Even though we've only been here for a week and we're leaving on Sunday to go to Florida, we're going to go to the villages and I'm going to be a roving reporter and I'm going to report back to you on the whole situation with the loofahs. I know you've Googled it. I know you've heard about it. People who live in the villages are not happy about this rumor. I'm going to go there and we're going to find out once and for all and I will report back to you. I will tell you what's going on with these loofahs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we fly to Florida this weekend. Okay, so it's just been a very strange, like, okay, how do we do this kind of thing? So we're at Brock's place and I had some clothes that are at Michaela's, some clothes that are in storage, some clothes that we're traveling with, but the clothes we're traveling with are cold weather clothes, right? So we're like, okay, so now I got to like box those up and I'm going to store those at Michaela's. And then I brought all the stuff over that's like warm weather clothes and I have it in Brock and Taylor's garage and I'm going through that to figure out because they have like they live on like let's see two floors up their condo is so I can't lug these huge I don't want to lug these huge suitcases or tubs of clothes whatever up their stairs so I'm like trying to figure this all out in their garage and as per usual in my ADHD way I'm like okay, I will get organized. I will go overboard with ordering as many things to get myself organized on Amazon as possible. Like, I think the fact that I haven't been ordering anything on Amazon, I binged. Is that a thing? Or like, because you're restricting, some people restrict food and they binge food? No, I restricted my Amazon ordering that I just binged. I just binge ordered so many stupid, like clothing, cubicle thingies, what are they called? The cubes, right? The packing cubes, yeah. But I found these ones that were based on an, a YouTube video that you're supposed, they're like Eagle something is the manufacturer. And they are packing cubes that compress. So they, you zip them up, they're square, and then they have another zipper on the outside that like makes them really squish down. But literally nothing's better than those Ziploc compression bags. Those things are the bomb. 
hear me clearly, I'm doing a much better job this week than I was two weeks ago. And I'm not going to be hard on myself that I am not the perfect packer. I am okay with the fact that I'd like a few options. I don't care if I bring 10 things that I don't end up wearing. Who freaking cares? That's the epiphany that I had this week. I don't care if I have things I don't wear. What does it matter? Who cares? <laughs> Why am I being so hard on myself about that? What I do need to do, and I think I've ordered enough organizational items to figure this out, is I need to be organized and feel like everything has a home when I land in a location. So do you understand what I'm saying? Like, for example, I've had to send Brock like so many weird text messages this week because I, I hate people who snoop in other people's homes. It's rude. So if you are a mother-in-law or a mother and you're staying in someone's home, it is rude to snoop. Don't do it. It's just rude. I hate it. it really. Can you tell us that, like it's a pet peeve? So rather than like snoop through doors to find, like for example, I'm writing out our calendar for the rest of the year and I want to do this in pencil because I don't want to lock us into anything that maybe three months from now we're like, mm, don't really want to do that. So we're not going to buy at the moment our flights for our European travel that we're hoping to do in June because maybe we'll change our minds, right? And I know money doesn't buy you happiness, but you know what it does do? It gives you options. You can't die with it, as I told my mother-in-law last night, who was like, oh, here I go, switching subjects, because Brett's not here to keep me on topic. She was saying that she wants to do this cruise with her girlfriends, but they need four girls, and they only have three. And I'm like, why? And she goes, well, because you know you have to, to share a room. I said, how much more is it if it's just you in your own room? And I'm like, Debbie... Freaking do that. Like you can't die with your money. Spend it, you know? You don't need to have any kind of inheritance. That's your money. That's your legacy. Like, girl, live your life. She's like, you think? I'm like, I know. Plus it, when I'm your age, when I'm the age I am right now, I don't want to have to be sharing a room with some other girlfriend. No. No, I want the whole bed to myself. So spend it. My point is this. The luxury of being in a healthy financial situation is, yeah, I don't really care if we have to pay a couple hundred extra bucks or even a thousand for a flight because we've changed our mind. That is the, I don't want to say benefit, but it's like the reward of the hard work, the smart decisions we've made and getting the right mindset around money. Like people have so many money blocks and I catch myself like this whole year, I know it's going to just be lesson after lesson after lesson where I'm not going to think cheap. I'm not going to think small. I'm not going to get stuck in like these dumb mind patterns. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just I keep finding myself doing things going like, wait, what am I doing? Oh, here's an example. This is a real thing. Spending like 10 minutes trying to get like maybe an ounce of conditioner out of my conditioner bottle into the little travel bottle. And I'm just like, what am I doing? When I get there, I'll just buy a new bottle of shampoo. Why am I spending 10 minutes to save an ounce of shampoo? 
Like, this is not the Great Depression. What am I doing? So I have to keep catching myself. That's number one. And number two is packing my toiletries and my things so that when I get someplace, I have everything that I might need and I know where it's at. Like, it's really important when you have ADHD, or it's really important for anyone who wants to be organized that everything has a home and you know where it's supposed to be. So I'm going to close that loop for you that I started with Brock, where I needed a pencil. Look at me. Look at me closing the loop. I needed a pencil to write in the dates that I'm penciling in for the rest of the year. And I didn't want to have to go through their drawers or cupboards or their desks. So I texted Brock and I'm like, hey, where can I find a pencil? The junk door? Do they have a junk door? No. You know why? Because these two are incredibly organized. They're like minimalist almost. <laughs> a true minimalist would probably laugh at me, but I'm like, your house is so uncluttered. It's pretty impressive. But my point is, or I should say, one of the lessons that we're really pretty clear on now is what we don't want to do in this traveling situation is be in a different place every week. Mm -mm. You can't feel settled. We're both really good about keeping our routines wherever we're at. I mean, didn't matter what country we were in last year, didn't matter the couple of months we spent in New York and even changing locations in New York or being in Park City or back in Dana Point, but not in our home. We stick to our morning routines. That's pretty hardcore, but I mean, it's good because it makes me feel normal. Stick to our bedtimes for the most part. I can't say that we did that when we were in Europe. We lived it up, but it kind of worked out okay to do that because it was closer to what our team was working like in terms of their hours. So it really didn't matter. But sleep has been really good. I'm proud of myself. You know that that was my goal in January. It was my push goal. And we're approaching the date that I set for myself, my 90-day goal to have an average score of 80 by March 1st. And I'm doing pretty damn good. I do it to say. I know there's been a couple of days where I let my aura ring, the battery die. So there's like some missing days. And there's a couple of days where, yeah, it sucked. I went to bed too late, woke up too early. But I've also like had some really, like I've had an 89, I've had a 90. Have I had anything over 92? I don't think so. That would be unheard of. Because basically, if you even get up to go pee, it affects your score. So what am I going to do? Pee the bed? <laughs> I've thought about it. No, just joking. But yeah, that's my goal. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that. And that means maintaining a consistent bedtime. And here's what else it means. Ladies and gentlemen, it means when I have a plan to go work out at 6.30 a.m., but I've gone to bed too late, then I wake up and I decide I'm not going to work out at that hour. I push it till later. Or I tell myself, you know what? Sleep was more important. Now, girlfriend, you're going to have to go work out at like four o'clock, the time when the three boys with the fluffy hair from high school are there and the two girls from high school, the two high school best friends in their Gymshark shorts... (laughs) (laughs) they're all there and the 60 year old men who look like they're having seizures because their range of motion is so small it's like what are you doing yeah I don't like working out at four o'clock in the afternoon because that's what time they're all there my favorite time to work out frankly is about 7 a.m because it's pretty busy at 6 a.m 7 a.m the 6 a.m crowd has pretty much left 
around eight, some of the, at least some of the gyms I go to, like the, I'm here to look cute, people show up. And then at nine o'clock, it's just like, oh boy, everybody's here like to look cute. And you know, can I tell you who's like, that there are people who are interesting to watch and then there are people who are like annoying because you're like, really, really, that's, Really? I mean, listen, and I know I'm the pot calling the kettle black. And actually, that's not true. In California, especially the places I go, I'd say the majority of women are in full glam working out, makeup-wise anyways. And then there are those where it's like, okay, that's what you're going to wear. Do you know what I mean? It's just like a shiny, see-through, almost, bra top with straps that wrap around their breasts and then like, the booty lifting shorts. They have the little scrunchie up the butt, which I think I have a couple of those. I have a couple conservative pairs of those, but there's a couple of manufacturers that make these leggings and shorts. You can find them on TikTok. All right. Just type in, what would you type in? Probably TikTok viral gym shorts. Yeah. And they are like booty lifting shorts and they have this like industrial strength like piece of elastic that goes basically up your butt crack so that it intentionally pulls your garment into your buttocks area, right? All right, so I bought a pair of them and I did a review for them on YouTube. I bought them and I looked in the mirror and I almost died laughing. I mean, it looks like I have a full-blown BBL. I'm like, what? Like, Brett goes, whoa. I'm like, I I know, no, I cannot. I can't, I can't. Like, I, I can't wear those to the gym. They're just too much. But there's a lot of people that do wear those and they look great and more power to them. Middle of the road is kind of perfect. Okay, you listen to The Shaleen Show, so I know that you know about the gut microbiome, right? Like it's so central to our health. But I also know, but have you considered your skin microbiome? Have you considered that some of your acne or red spots or eczema might actually be a result of a disruption or an imbalance in your skin's microbiome? So for me, I was dealing with these occasional breakouts on my forehead. And hello, I am an adult. Why am I getting breakouts on my forehead? And also these like red patches on the backs of my triceps. Looking for a solution, I heard somebody else talking about this product called GladSkin that actually focuses on your skin's microbiome. I decided to give it a try. And you guys, first of all, the red spots on the back of my triceps, which are making me kind of self-conscious, they're so much lighter. And I don't worry about showing my forehead because I don't get breakouts on it anymore. Since I started using GladSkin, I'm not getting the breakouts on my forehead. And those red spots on the backs of my arms, they're almost gone. And that's because GladSkin specifically works to to target those imbalances in our skin microbiome, unlike other brands or even some prescription medications. GladSkin uses what they call microbalance. It's like it's this revolutionary protein that has been designed to kind of like restore the balance of the good and bad bacteria that they live on your skin, even if you're fresh out of the shower. And by getting those things in balance, your skin will finally heal. GladSkin with microbalance is steroid-free. It works without any harsh chemicals or ingredients, and it's clinically proven to reduce eczema symptoms by up to 91% in both adults and children. That's huge. In as little as seven days. So if you've been frustrated with the things you've tried in the past, what do you have to lose? Give GladSkin a try. It's a great way to support the show and find a solution. 
They're giving listeners of the show 15% off, plus free shipping. That's huge. You get that on your first order when you go to gladskin.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, again, 15% off, plus free shipping when you go to gladskin.com forward slash Shaleen. Gladskin.com forward slash Shaleen. All right, so I bought a pair of them and I did a review for them on YouTube. I bought them and I looked in the mirror and I almost died laughing. I mean, it looks like I have a full-blown BBL. I'm like, what? Like, Brett goes, whoa. I'm like, I, I know, no, I cannot. I can't, I can't. Like, I, I can't wear those to the gym. They're just too much. But there's a lot of people that do wear those and they look great and I'm more power to them. Middle of the road is kind of perfect. Anyways... Staying in routine is good, but I don't like that if I'm going to go someplace for a week, I don't want to spend, let's say that seven days. I don't want to waste two of those days, one, getting nested at the front end and on the back end, unnesting and cleaning and leaving the house or the apartment or the condo or the Airbnb spotless because that's really important to me now. So because of that, we've decided we're going to have more extended stays in the places where we're going. And maybe we won't go as many places. Because again, what is this about? Is this about proving to people that we can go to a million places in one year? I felt like that's kind of where I was headed. And I'm like, that's not fun for us. I've never cared about bragging rights. That's not my style. I don't care. So let's just go to the places we want to go. And let's stay at them longer. Yeah. I think the only part that I'm a little, what's the word? I don't want to say nervous, apprehensive maybe, is going to places like, for example, I really want to go to Ireland and Scotland. And I can tell, in fact, Brett accidentally said two nights ago, he goes, well, that's your trip. I go, no, I don't want any trip to just be my trip or just your trip. I want it to be our trip. You you don't want to, I mean, your ancestry is from Ireland too, like in England. You don't want to go to see Scotland and Ireland? It's like, well, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But is it going to be really about history? I'm like, no, I mean, it doesn't have to be. Listen, you can judge me all you want. I don't find that stuff that interesting. Sometimes I do. Like if you were like, hey, Shaleen, tomorrow do you want to do this like great mu- tour of museums and history around wherever? I'd be like, eh, not really. But whenever I have done that, I find it fascinating. Like we did this tour when we were in Italy last summer and we took these little fiats. Oh my God, it was so amazing. My cousin Ashley had planned it for us. And it was her husband, Pat, and Brett and I. And we were in these little convertible fiats driving through these amazing winding roads with the tops down. Oh my God, it was so fun. I wish I could go back right now. That was like one of my greatest moments. Ashley, if you're listening, that is one of my top five memories of all time. I could cry. It was amazing. And the guys who drove these little Fiats, it was a father and son, and they'd lived all their life on the island. And they just took us to all these incredible spots and share with us the history of it. Now, if Ashley had been like, hey, Shalene, when you guys get here, we're going to do a little history tour. I'd be like, wah, wah. you know what I mean? But I loved it. 
It was so special. It was so memorable. Oh my goodness. I'm just thinking back now. So anyways, I think, I really believe that my husband loves familiarity. Who doesn't, right? But he really likes familiarity. And I think that, I think he's going to love doing something just a little bit different. You know, it'll be, we're thinking about going there right now. We don't have the tickets booked yet, but we're working on it with Flight King. That's our our guy. I think I've tagged him on Instagram a whole bunch, but he's like the ultimate dude when it comes to travel. Like they, he just hooks you up with like the absolute best rates on business and or first class, international flights mainly. And he's just like your go-to guy. You know what I mean? Like he, he just gets you the best rates. And then if something goes wrong, like you have someone you can call and that's been helpful. And just getting a lot of tips from you guys, like especially Patreon, like ladies, if you're listening, like so, so helpful. All of your suggestions and your comments on like using the Apple Air tags and how to pack and just like shipping my shoes in advance, like that's going to be huge because shoes take up so much space, as you've said. Great suggestions. I've screenshot all of them, taken down notes done a lot of what you said and it's going to make life so much easier but the thing that's going to make life the easiest is just chilling out a little bit like I don't know why when we first started thinking about this I was like okay we have to go to like Africa South Africa and we have to go to Australia New Zealand not necessarily I mean sure at some point but like we have to do all of that in the next eight months because I also want to be keep coming back to home base and seeing my daughter and my son-in-law, seeing Brock and his wife, Taylor, and we're also, we'd like to find residents, right? So we're looking at, I don't know that we would live in Florida. We're going to go live there for a month. We'll see, right? We're also probably going to check out Nashville. And we just checked out Park City. We really, really like Park City, even though I didn't feel cute. Dude, I'm telling you, the second I got home and I had my hair lights, my hair lights, <laughs> my highlights in, shout out to Dallas. Oh, I just feel like myself again. And my nails are back. But I even got tips from you guys on that too. Like the press-ons, how you, I guess you, to keep press-ons on for more than like, you know, a week. What you do, here's your little tip, is you... I know this is going to be horrible for your nail bed, but what they do is they dip the nail in nail glue and then just dip it real quick into acrylic powder. And I guess it stays on for weeks. So like that's a good emergency situation. So yep, I sure did buy all those things. I have a little emergency pack. Here's the other thing. I don't need to take that to Florida because there are people who do nails in Florida. But once I get to Europe, like do I really want to, you know, stop and find a nail salon where I have to explain the language and people in Europe do not wear these ridiculously long Cardi B length nails like I like to wear. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a very important message about smelling your body odor. Listen, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like my husband showers three times a day. I ain't got time for that. And I don't want to get in water that many times per day. I get cold. I saw this hysterical ad. You've probably seen it for Lumi deodorant. But it's a really funny ad with this girl who talks about how you can put the deodorant um, pretty much everywhere. 
And I thought to myself, you couldn't pay me enough to film that ad. But listen, if they want to be a show sponsor, I'm all about it because this solves a problem for me. So sure enough, I tried it. I'm in my bathroom right now and I am looking at my Lumi deodorant stick, which I have in Peony Rose. Okay, so here's the thing. Work with me for a second. This was developed by an OBGYN. So she created a deodorant that you could put on any part of your body. You can put it anywhere. It's perfectly safe. It's perfectly natural. And like, let's think about it. Your underarms are not the only place where odor comes from. Let's just leave it at that. Now, if you're like me, I couldn't imagine using the same stick for multiple places. <laughs> so you definitely want to check out their starter kit. I highly recommend it. I'm a big fan of the Peony Rose, but I like to get two different scents so that I know that one color is for the body and one color is for the underarm. That's just me. They've got a really cool way you can kind of customize your starter kit, and I highly recommend it. Listen, they have over 150,000 five-star reviews, so I'm pretty confident you're going to love it. Oh, and I know you're going to love 40% off, which you get when you get your starter pack by going to Lumi Deodorant. I'm going to spell it L-U-M-E deodorant.com and use Coach Lean. Don't forget to use Coach Lean because that's what gives you the big discount. I mean, a 40% discount is huge. And you don't want to be the smelly kid. No, you want to smell amazing naked. You want to smell amazing when you wear your clothes. You just basically want to smell amazing, but you don't want to expose your body to unnecessary chemicals, antibiotics, things that just aren't good for us overall. So check out Lumi. Again, it's lumideodorant.com and use code Shaleen for 40% off. Here's the other thing. I don't need to take that to Florida because there are people who do nails in Florida. But once I get to Europe, like, do I really want to, you know, stop and find a nail salon where I have to explain the language? And people in Europe do not wear these ridiculously long Cardi B length nails like I like to wear. So that's figured out. There's a lot that's been figured out. Brett has not been feeling well the last couple of days, which is not surprising because he did take... It's not that he intended to, but when we packed up and left, we accidentally left a box of our our only box of immunity, the immunity powder that we use from Organifi. By the way, hang on a second. If I recall, they're doing free shipping. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is a text I just got from Kristen earlier today. I'm glad I remembered this. They're doing free shipping on, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but Organifi is doing free shipping on their Energize stack and their Complete Protein. So free shipping on those items. Plus you always get 20% off hello when you use my code, which I'll give to you. It's Organifi.com forward slash Shalene, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. You always get 20% off. But anyways, right now they're doing free shipping for February 17th and the 19th. Okay, but we left our box of immunity there. So we shipped, you know, we ordered more and shipped here to Taylor and Brock's house, which is another thing, like always trying to remember like, okay, where are we shipping things? Oh, but here's another thing is Organifi now does their immunity. I like the powder, but they just came out with capsules. So, and apparently the capsules are even more potent. So if you're someone who's like, yeah, I don't like the powders, you might want to consider the capsules. That's definitely a killer way to go. And 
Yeah, I mean, they just got great products. I, I think that's why I haven't been sick. Knock on wood. I don't know how much of, you know, Brett has convinced himself that if he doesn't take his immunity, he's going to get sick. I'm like, that's not how it works. It bolsters your immunity, but it's not like you have to take it every single day. And if you don't, you're going to get sick. That's not how it works. But that's what he believes, which is great. Anyways, don't forget, you guys, if you are going to order Organifi, always use the code because that does help the show it helps you. You get 20% off. And yeah, check out their products and take advantage of their free shipping that they've got right now and their protein powder and their energy. All right. So that's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Oh yeah. He wasn't feeling well, but we're going to go up and see Sierra tomorrow up in LA and Roman. Will we see Roman? I think so. I'm not sure if he's working tomorrow, but while we're traveling, again, all of our stuff in all these different places. And I have to keep remembering, this is a, a huge thing for me to remember that I have to change our shipping address every single time I do something on Amazon. It's going to save us money in the long run because I'm telling you, I haven't been able to order the way I normally do. But talking to all of you, you travelers, has really helped me a lot. You know, the, the other thing that's, I think, so cool about this community, like is Wednesday's podcast. So on Wednesday, you know, I had Dr. Kelly Casperson on and I've gotten just such cool messages from people like that some of these conversations have helped them in just insanely profound ways. Like women who thought they just weren't at all into sex and have been able to kind of like peel away some of the layers and figure out where that stems from. Because it's not always hormones. It's not always a physical pain. You heard Kelly's statistics. I don't want to quote them now because I can't remember. But the huge number of women who sex is just not uh, at the top of their list because they have trauma associated with it. And that's a real bummer because when I hear something like that, that means that your abuser is still robbing you of something because that is pleasure that is your right. And it's also your obligation to figure out how to get your power back. Like it's natural and it's normal. And I think just having those conversations with her makes it less weird to talk about these things. I think it's also important that we continue to have these conversations and it's a human body. Like why do we place so much shame around something that like God gave us and it's meant to function the way it does. It's so weird and and none of us are identical. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with you no matter what it is you're experiencing. That's normal to be abnormal because there is no baseline of normal. So I think these conversations are great. And when then when I read your comments and I hear that it was easier to talk to your husband about it or you just like let the episode play and it helped your partner to learn more about his body or your body. And I don't know, those, those kinds of things make me very, very happy because... It's like an evolution. Speaking of evolution, Monday, 
you're going to meet my girlfriend, April. But this is something that didn't make our interview because I had stopped the recording, but I wanted to talk about it real quick. We talked about having, it's one of the things that she and I talk about as friends is I sometimes feel like I have a masculine energy. I feel like I'm a very feminine woman, but there are times where I feel more masculine. And and this is something, I sound like I'm struggling with my gender, like don't get it twisted. But she talked about this too. And so when we first became friends, she was doing like some personal work to work on her feminine energy. And I was like, what, 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 does, that, what does that mean exactly? Anyways, so when we, we talked about it further today, we've talked about it a bunch of times, but today it took on an interesting, like I just got a completely different perspective on it. And I want to like, let me think how I can explain this without giving away too much personal detail about someone. Um, there's a family member of mine who they have a very feminine energy. And when they go real feminine, I tend to feel like I become more masculine. I don't know if it's like to deflect it. And what I mean by more masculine, meaning like more, I go into more fix it mode versus empathy, comfort, being like loving and soft. I'm like, okay, all right, so you're upset. So let's fix the problem. Let me grab a hammer and a nail and a piece of paper and a pen. And there's no crying in baseball. You know what I mean? Like I just, today when I was talking to April, she was telling me how one of the reasons why she was motivated to work on that type of energy is because she knew that's what her daughter needed. And that she was kind of, when her daughter needed her for comfort, she would go into the same thing, kind of like fix it mode. And I was like, oh, wow. I never thought about having a compassionate, soft energy with my loved ones. As I'm saying this, it's like, are you kidding me, Shalene? Yeah. It's not that I didn't think about it. I just think my natural default is when anyone is upset and in trouble, rather than kind of validating their emotions or that they're struggling. You know me, you guys, I'm very transparent about the fact that I'm like this toxic positivity. I'm like, okay, it's not a problem. We're going to fix this. We're going to, we're going to find the silver lining. We're going to get a pen and a piece of paper and we're going to make a plan and, you know, start smiling, be grateful, no sadness, stuff your feelings down and let me fix this for you. I just go into fix it mode. And I think that is a masculine energy. I'm not trying to generalize, but like generally speaking, I think that is something we associate with a masculine style of being helpful versus a nurturing, soft, you know, let me caress your hair. Let me get you a hot chocolate and a blanket. You know what I mean? And that's something I need to work on. I need to get better at picking up those cues when people, whether it's my friends or my husband or family members or just even a stranger, I want to get better at noticing when what someone is looking for is compassion and not a solution. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. What are you working on? Listen, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here. 
Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash the Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 